Welcome to Holistic Accountant Podcast, where we aim to showcase how adopting a holistic approach in accounting and tax maximizes value for clients. Beyond traditional tasks like preparing financial statements and tax returns, a holistic accountant focuses on offering advice that maximizes personal wealth on an after-tax basis. If you enjoy this episode, please consider leaving a rating and sharing it with those who might also benefit. And to ensure you stay updated, subscribe to our weekly email. The link is in the show notes. Okay, today we'd like to talk about buying into a business and some of the considerations that you need to take into account. Now, just to sort of frame this conversation, of course, it could be buying in as a minority interest holder. So, for example, I might buy in if if I'm employed buy a business, uh, maybe they offer that I can buy 1% or half a percent or something like that, or really anything less than maybe 15% would be really considered uh, a minority interest holder, because ultimately you've got ownership in the business, but you really don't have any power to influence the business or its management, or it could extend to buying you know 50% of a business uh, so forth, so you know they might be emitting uh, you might there might be uh, one owner, and you know they, they want to share the ownership with you, and you buy fifty percent. Uh, so it's going to be different. Some of the things that you want to consider are going to be different depending on the the situation. But Mena, I will just talk about some uh, generic considerations that would apply in all those circumstances. So the first consideration, the first thing you're going to be thinking about probably is: is it worth it? You know, they're offering me to buy ten percent for two hundred thousand dollars. Is that what it's worth? So, of course, getting a, a business valuation will be able to tell you whether it's worthwhile. Sometimes, and so technically they can go and value the business, look at its profitability, you know, apply a multiple. In fact, we've done an episode about business valuation and we've talked about that. So if you want to learn more, go hunt out that episode. But really, you are, again, if you're buying 50%, maybe you can influence the price. But if you're buying or you've been offered 1% of a business, you're really a price taker. It's kind of a take it or leave it scenario. You still want to consider whether it's worthwhile, but of course, there's no negotiation power. Whereas if I'm buying 50% of the business... Uh, there'd be even more reason for me to go and get an independent valuation because then I might better use that in a negotiation in terms of negotiating the price that I pay for that 50%. So it's going to depend on the type of business and how much you're buying, but you know, valuation considerations is a, a matter that certainly your holistic accountant can help you with. The other consideration is knowing who you're you're committing yourself to or who you're getting into bed with really because it is it is a relationship it is it is you know long term no one buys a business today to sell tomorrow so it's really important to know uh, do they have the same sort of morals ethics as you and are they lo- looking to have the same vision for the business as as what you are you know so typically we find a lot of for example friends or or family members try to get into business with each other um, they're, they're very sort of excited, you know, they think it's, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side, but when push comes to shove and, you know, there's no sort of clear, um, clear path of responsibilities and targets and so forth, it, it goes sour very quickly. So having those clear guidelines as to where, where is the business going, you're on the same page. Uh, the next thing to consider is, you know, how is it going to affect your tax position, maybe even your borrowing capacity? So from a tax position, obviously, if you buy into a business, it should give you some entitlement to a share of the profit. 
the benefit there is that you know you can maybe direct that profit to a, a taxpayer, a spouse, a child, adult child, uh, par- parents that are retired, whatever it might be, in, in a really tax effective manner. So hopefully, it'll actually improve your cash flow, and it'll be tax effective in doing that. In terms of borrowing capacity, it's really going to depend on the circumstances, how long the business has been operating for and the, the the history of paying dividends or distributions and whether that's been stable. But quite often, banks will take it into account and it will actually increase your borrowing capacity. You might have to wait a year for those uh, profits to appear on your tax return, so the, the next financial year, but certainly in time, the, the banks will take that into account. There are a few legal considerations as well when you're buying into a business. So um, looking into a unit holder or shareholder agreements, you know, something, what your rights are as a as an owner of the business, you know, what what happens should one, one party want, uh, want to sell, does it need to go to the open market, does it need to be offered to the existing unit holders or business owners or equity holders um, as they stand, and, and what valuation multiple is used. The other consideration is obviously uh, buy-sell agreements which also covers off those, those matters. And finally, funding. So how are you going to pay for it? That's obviously another consideration. Again, there could be a few different options here. You could pay cash. I, I think uh, I would probably try not to do that. Again, depending on your circumstances. But if I'm buying something that's going to be an investment, typically I'd like to have some gearing against it, even if I put the cash in the offset accounts. Uh, you could uh, borrow against the equity in property, your home or investment property to fund it. So, you know, borrowings unrelated to the business. You could use uh, or possibly might be available vendor finance, which means that the business will actually give you a loan to buy into the business. And then maybe they require then you to direct all dividends or distributions towards the repayment of that loan. That's a a pretty common situation or the business might have a lending facility itself within the business uh, to assist in in people buying and selling in, in entering and exit the exiting the business so it really depends on whether the business is going to offer you any help in terms of buying in or you know whether you've got to do that under your own steam and then working out with your holistic accountant how to do that in the best way so as I said at the beginning, it's going to really depend on the circumstances and the uh, the ownership percentage that you're, you're buying and the type of business and so forth. There's always unique considerations, so it's always best to engage with your holistic accountant to discuss these matters. Okay, that's it for this week. Until next week, bye for now.